for it. Play me some Pippin, man. What's up, y'all? What's good? What's poppin'? What's tea? Welcome back to another dope-ass podcast. I am your boy, Brenton Tarantino. It's me, K-Vetta, back in this thing. What's in, poppin'? Back in the beat. Hope y'all been well, man. Um, yeah, it's been, um, has it been an interesting week? It has. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely been uh, an interesting fucking yeah. week. What am I talking about? I'm tripping. Yeah, it's been a very interesting week. Um, With all the telling on the shit. It's been a whole lot of snitching, a whole lot of awards, Bunch a whole of lot of ratting. This has been a whole lot of a whole lot of whole lot, on. whole lot of. But anyway, how was your weekend or this week, this past so, week for you personally? I thought I had an important story to tell. Maybe you forgot it or you don't know. I think I did. I don't <laughs> think I did nothing. I forgot. Wow. Okay. If you, I think of it, I'm going to say it. But for the most part, I didn't really do anything this weekend. Nothing at all? What was Saturday? No, yeah, I didn't do a thing. Oh, my God. I really got to get out more. No, That's I didn't okay, do girl. anything. And listen, catching up on sleep and just chilling is perfectly fine That's for the me, point. Too. I didn't even catch up on sleep. Oof. So one of my um, people got, you know, she got hurt. So mm. I had to keep going into work. So I literally, mm-hmm. my last thing said 100 hours. That's how much I Damn. Was. 100 fucking hours in two weeks. I am tired. Yeah. You know I, mean? I don't blame you. You made some coin. You made some coin, but nigga, yeah. Coin, I, yes. But yeah, you, def, you definitely lost sleep. These knees, though. <laughs> These knees. You That's gained some finances, but you lost sleep. But yeah. It is what it is, though. So, I'm, I mean, you know, hey. How was yours? It was good. Um, the week was was wild. So you know, Thursday I went to uh, Gunna had a free show. Okay. Um, it was like sponsored by Mountain Dew and shit. It was uh what put was on it? put on by billboards. It was at uh Buckhead Theater. Um, but yeah, and Gunna came out. He was like the live performer or whatever. And I believe in in L. A. Where they kicked it off. They kicked it off with um, what's the girl name? Um, um Rico Nasty. Mm. So she started off that billboard. Um. This the same segment. Whole little thing. Exactly. Yeah. So Gunna is the next one. He was gonna be in the A. So shit was fire. You know what I'm saying? I was got you know, I worked right at, like right around the corner from where it's at. I work in Buckhead. So it was literally like a hop skip and I just took an Uber and um yeah, it was like I was like number two in line. There was a girl that was in front of me, she was talking about so I got there at like five so doors opened at eight thirty. The show ended up starting they ain't they ain't say when the show was gonna start, but the show ended up starting at ten. Doors opened at eight thirty. I got there around like five thirty ish or whatever because it was first come first serve. Mm-hmm. Seemed like it was a girl in the line before me. There was one girl that was there in front of me. She told me she got there at one thirty p.m. Mm-hmm. What? I, well, she was like, "It said first come first serve, so she." And I'm like, "Girl, but <laughs> you literally spent all day out here by yourself, just standing just, up." She was like, she was just, when I got there, she was sitting down, like just posted up, just on her phone. She already had a battery pack, like the uh, the uh, charger. That's she was charging how her shit the AT&T whole time. The thing was what with um two chains, Gunna, uh, who else came out that day? 
It was some Chloe and Holly. We posted uh, about it on our page. Oh, but okay. um, that's how that was. It was first come, first serve. Like mm-hmm. all of a sudden, I kid you not, we we were standing in line. Mm-hmm. It was me and my cousin. We were standing in line. Boom, like just twenty people. Mm-hmm. Ten, fifteen minutes later, down the block. Man, we was like, what the fuck? Right. And we got there like maybe an hour before the event. Damn. But it was just like, I don't know what will happen. Mm -hmm. I'm not coming no two, three hours or nothing, but one hour was okay. See, I ain't mind because with me, it was just like, it's in Buckhead. I'm not going to drive all the way out here to fucking Loganville to drive all the way back to Buckhead for a concert. So I'm like, I'm just going to just... Stay Chill. out here and just just be out here, be right. in the line. I had my uh, uh my battery pack too, so I was on my shit. I met some people in the line. We was chatting it up, talking and shit. We got right on up in there and what? Brent was talking. To Nigga, me I am, bro. I she swear to God, I'm not. You're just more of an extrovert than I am. <laughs> like I thought I was an extrovert until I met you, and you really an extrovert. I'm more of an introverted extrovert these days. I've become right. a little more secluded to myself. But at the same you time, I was like, people out first I do. So you I, say hello. That's what it really was. Like, even with the girl, I didn't say shit to her. I'm like, oh, you the first one here. And she was like, yeah. And then eventually she was like, can you take a picture of me? And after that, that's when me and her start, like, having a, like, you know, talking and shit and conversing or whatever. And she had already met Gunner before. She had did a, uh, she? she saw a picture of him and Gunner, uh, her and Gunner. She did, like, a VIP uh, meet and greet with him. And so she had already met him before. Who was it? I don't know. It was. I don't know what. I don't know this girl. She said, but I know she said she lived in Lawrenceville because she like she didn't want to. It's kind of similar situation. She said she didn't want to drive all the way out there and drive back. But it says, I'm like, girl, one thirty though. She like I, I went down. And it didn't I, start till what time? The door isn't open till eight thirty. The show didn't start till ten. We can get out of that bitch until about a good eleven thirty. No way. So she was literally out there all no all day way. all day. No freaking way. But she was lit. Everybody was lit. We was like our whole set. I got to show you our picture. We was like a group of like maybe six, seven of us. We was all cool just talking shit. One nigga I was in line with, he was from L.A. He was talking about how he, he was you a crip. You I did. So I was going with, I was meeting like with my brothers and shit, but then everybody started flaking like, oh, I ain't going to make it. Oh, I don't know if I'm going to, you know how niggas do. Right. Like niggas just flake. And so I was just in line by myself. I'm like, all right, well, you know, that's ain't yeah, the first time. Won't be the last. Like, I'm, I'm going to be lit regardless. I'm seeing Gunner. So I was right there in the front for the Boy. show. Um, so, yeah, hopefully y'all saw something. I didn't get to post as much on our um, ADAP Instagram because I was so busy posting on my personal page. But I did was able to post a few videos from Gunner and shit from the show on our uh, ADAP page. And then um, I worked. Did I work? I worked a little bit here. and I ain't really worked that much. No, I'm lying. I ain't worked. I ain't worked this weekend. And then Sunday, um, no, I worked Saturday. I'm lying. I worked Saturday. Sunday, um, I went to Legendary Nights, which was the concert for Meat Mill, Future, uh, uh, YG, DJ Mustard, and of course, Megan V. Stallion. So my cousin kept trying to get me to go to that, but I told her, I was like, girl, first off, I don't get off till 8 o'clock. Mm-hmm. You talking about the concert start at 8 or whatever. It actually started at 7. Did it? Yep. Or, see, I'd have missed it either way. It started at 7. What time was it over? Uh, Like 10.30, probably. By the time I would have got there, it would have been like 10 o'clock. Oh, for real? Do you know how long it's, I would have had to put my lashes on, I would have had. 
No. Oh, I talk, but yeah, so I was about to say, so this is what I told I her before. You ready, ready. So I came, you know me, I just be drippy. So I'm thinking like niggas, this is gonna be like a star studded event, niggas gonna come out like red carpet, you know, some shit or whatever. Like people was out there really looking kind of basic. Like it was it, it it I wasn't impressed by by what anybody really had on. Niggas just came kinda came out at in like whatever. Really? Yeah, it really looked like that. And even the crowd, like real shit. Like, when Megan was on stage, like, people in the front was, like, so whack. Like, I was embarrassed for our city and our state because she was like, all right, where the hot girls at? Come on on stage. Like, you know, she was on, she was, she, she, uh, she was getting ready to do that Simon Says song. Simon Says, mm-hmm. put your hand. So, she was half, people come on stage, get ready to twerk and dance. They was on stage, they wasn't doing nothing. They was, like, they were just half, half-ass moving and shit. Another girl, she up there with her phone holes on trying to record and shit. She's like, girl, you better put your phone down and shake your ass. Like, what the fuck you were doing? Like... So then she brought another round of girls up. They took forever to get up on stage. She's like, listen, just play my music. Like, they they playing, obviously. So it was like, everybody who was really lit was in the lawn. That's how it usually is, though. The lawn is always yeah. fucking lit. Yeah, them the people that ain't the people. got no money. But we, <laughs> shit, I, I listen, know. Listen, Groupon. I know. Thank you. No, I know. we appreciate you for giving us the, the, the finesse for the hookup, for the okay. low-low. But yeah, we was out there and we had a good oh, ass time. I did. I forgot. So what? this is what I did do. Oh, for the week. Oh. I had a massage. Oh, how did that go? So, like I told Tay, the thing is, Lord. with what? Nothing. You. <laughs> what happened? The thing is, I told her, I said, she was like, how was it? I was like, well, I don't know. I kind of have to get another one before I can rate this experience because mm-hmm. this was my first massage. That's fair. So she told me some you you know you got to say your your first professional massage. And I was like, well, this ain't even my first you know, I never even had them type of massages. It, it don't get that deep. So yeah, listen. So stupid. Don't listen. Never makes it that far. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Pass that step. So listen. Wow. So then all of a sudden let So I'm laying on the thing and I'm just like, okay, cool. This is all you do. I'm like, okay, you know, I might could go to sleep, but I'm probably not. This <laughs> first time, don't know. Mm-hmm. So I'm laying there like this position. Right. So my hands are like this. Say sides. And at first I'm like, all right, I'm going to tuck them bitches because I ain't got nothing else to do with them. Right. So then I was like, I'm going to put them right here. So then I realized that that wasn't truly relaxing. Mm-hmm. So then I put them back on the side. And then the lady comes and she's doing all of this shit. Rubbing oh, yeah. Yeah. your shoulder and stuff. Yeah. Next thing I know, I felt them titties plop down on my head. I was like, what is she doing? <laughs> Hey, Brent, I was wow. like, is this what a massage is? <laughs> I ain't never had no titties on my neck on a massage. Well, she was, she put Heavy her. chested? Yeah. Okay. And so the thing, what happened was, is she had came like, hold your head down. If your, if your head right here, she was standing like right in front of my oh, head. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so yeah, when yeah. she was doing like this, yeah, I get titties popped down by right yeah, there. Yeah, I know And about. I was like, <laughs> what in the hell? I was like, I'm like, okay, well, I'm probably gonna get up to, to get to this little area. I'm surprised you didn't get a man, a, a guy. Usually, that's they usually do that. Like usually, like usually, like, like even when me and my wife like have like a couple of massage, she usually get a guy. Like just it's off of this natural, and yeah. then I'll have a, a a lady. Now, it was one time that it wasn't like that. I think we both had uh uh women, but that was in like for our honeymoon in Jamaica, which was like probably one of the best massages we've ever had. Like it was, it felt so good. Well, see, this one. I ain't gonna lie. I don't. I wasn't you, walking out like, oh my god. Oh yeah, you gotta so go again. Fresh. Yeah, you gotta go again. I do. I re- but this was off Groupon, 
So when you said okay. Groupon, I remember like, oh snap, I know what I did. How long was it? Was it, hour it was long? sixty minutes. Yeah. It was, so it was, a, was it a true hour? Because sometimes they be short niggas for like forty-five or fifty I minutes. I honestly want to say it probably was fifty minutes, okay. only because she took like six minutes. And well, it was like sixteen minutes to get everything together mm-hmm. because they had me sign in some form and it was acting like for your your uh, insurance card and all mm-hmm. that. I'm like, girl, I got a group I got a Groupon. Like, I, I <laughs> listen, I my insurance didn't have to touch nothing in here. Okay, I wrote the wrong Groupon. You know, don't look up my information. I, this is Atlanta. My information is all fraudulent right now. All you need to know is Groupon well, is paid for. Well, I met this lady today, and she was telling me, she was like, yeah, this lady I know, she do the scamming and type stuff. She was like, she got a nice house off her. Uh, she do fake checks. I said, oh, this Atlanta. This is Atlanta. This is like credit cards and the scammers. So half these people that I think they house nice, they probably got did a fake check and got their house. Scamming. Yep. Scamming and scheming. Well, anyways, to kick things off, the Emmys happened. Yep. Missed that. But Yeah, I did too. <laughs> I actually, I missed that one. I did. I was at the concert. I just missed it. <laughs> Look, I'm about to say hell. Even if, even if, I, even, no, regardless, real talk. Even if I was, still wouldn't be able to watch. We ain't got cable, Netflix. Hulu. We know either, but at the same, <laughs> we just time, streaming. We a streaming household. I got um, I have my the stick. It's okay, child. No, I was gonna say my sister's account. Oh, oh, dad, that's so cool I can too. Watch it if I oh, okay, want yeah. to, but. Mm-hmm. Honestly, well, that's real too. Yeah, we got some logins from people too. So yeah, we could exactly. watch too. Yeah, Thank yeah. you guys. Yeah, shout out to y'all. Y'all the real MVP. You don't, even, you. you don't even know it. <laughs> okay, so kicking it off, outstanding drama series went to Game of Thrones. Of course, they were up against Better Call Saul, Bodyguard, Killing Eve, Ozark, Pose, Succession, This Is Us. Outstanding mm-hmm. comedy series went. To Fleabag, never heard of it, but it was up against Barry, The Good Place, The Marvelous Miss Maisel, Russian Doll, Shits Creek Deep. Hmm. Outstanding lead actress in a drama series went to Daenerys Targaryen. <clears throat> no. Wow. It went to Jodie Comer, Killing Eve, but it was up against Amelia Clark, and it was up against um, This Is Us, Mandy Moore, Damn and How to Get Away with Murder, Viola Davis. I don't know who Robin Wright is, House of Cards. Emilia Clark, a.k.a. Daenerys Targaryen. Yeah, she lost that one. So, so it. directing for a drama series went to Jason Bateman, Ozark. It was up against the um, Iron Throne, David Bynoff, and D.B. Wise, Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Um, it also went up against The Last of the Starks by David Nutter. Also it also Game of went against Miguel so Popchnik. Game of Thrones had two in that one category? They had three. Damn. And they Four. still didn't win? Three. Ain't that a motherfucker. Yeah, three didn't win. Outstanding lead actor in a drama series was Billy Porter Pose. Oh, yeah. You already know. And the category is... <laughs> I love Pose. Hey, shout out to Pray Tell. I actually fucking... Like I told you, I binged the first season on Netflix um, this Saturday. And... Oh, I did. Yeah, I told you I worked. So, it was so yeah, I watched it like a little bit before work. I literally watched it like from morning until I went to work, and then I watched a little bit on Sunday or whatever. I finished the whole first season within like a day and a half. It's really good. No, it's it's good. Like it's yeah. that damn yeah. good. No, it's really. If good. people could get past this whole stigma, oh, you gay if you watch it. Yeah, no, yeah, exactly. Really would be like, what the fuck? It's this shit good as fuck. Like, and it's like, so and it's good. and it's deep because it's like 
motherfuckers really go through this or have been through this and is still going through it this really shit. Like motherfuckers is getting kicked out of their house. Their lives. Exactly. And that's the best part about right. it. Because that's something you don't necessarily recognize every right. day because you may not. And you may not be able to, and you because you can't relate. Right. So, so yeah, you won't know. You right. But I mean, of course, women, right. I right. feel like we have a better chance of knowing Correct. this stuff. Correct. So Correct. to me, it was just like, shit, this is good. Right. And so I got started with it on Netflix as well. Right. So this makes him the first openly gay man to, mm-hmm. to win this role. Shout out to Pray Tell. Okay. <laughs> and baby, when I say he do a good job, but this is what he had to say. I am so overjoyed to have lived long enough. To see this day, James Baldwin said, took many years of vomiting up all the filth that I had been taught about myself and halfway believed before I could walk around this earth like I had the right to be here. Mm. I have the right. You have the right. We all have the right. I like his voice, bro. It is. It's very, like, demanding. He demands your attention. Who helped me get here along the way, so I'm going to just say thank you. Thank you, first of all, to the other exquisitely talented men in my category. I love you all so much. It is such an honor to be up here breathing the same air that y'all breathe. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, My mama, Clarinda, there's no stronger more resilient woman who has graced this earth. I love you, mommy. Uh, much love. Damn, his mama looks younger than you do. Yeah. My husband, Adam Porter oh, Smith, Susie uh, Deaton, Lenny Bear, Bill Butler, my manager of 29 years. 29 years, you helped me believe in myself when I couldn't believe. Uh, that hat is FX, everything. All the people at FX, my slate PR family, Alexa but I do know that um, shout out to House of Evangelista. It was. That's that's the listen. Okay, that's, that's, okay, the, that's the house right? I fuck with on on Watch cap. See, I don't know. I think I would be House of Electra. For real. <laughs> no, that's know, house, I'm all about a pose. No, that's House of a, good. That's House of Abundance. Or did they change your name on season two? So I ain't seen season two yet. Oh, Electra I was, thought House was, of Abundance. That was her house. Oh, it is. Yeah. It's Electra's. It's the first house. Right. That was the first oh, house. Oh, you are on season one. Okay. Mm-hmm. But it's not House of Electra. It's called something else. Oh, okay. I don't know what the shit is Well, called. her house was House of Abundance. At first. At first. Oh, it's changed. Okay. Yeah, yeah I ain't on season Bingo. two yet. Yep, season two. Yep, I got what, what What part are you on? Season one? I, I'm done with season She's one. She's left the house by now. She left the house. Yeah, she stormed and, out. And, and um, Blanca won Mother of the Year. Oh, and that was yeah, yeah, that yeah. was the end of season one. Was she in a wheelchair when she won? Child, you're telling me too much. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's br- bring it back. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, Keep on with so the So Billy Porter won that. And then Outstanding Supportive Actress in a uh, Drama Series went to Julie Gardner. Garner, okay. Ozark. Okay. It was up oh, yeah, I like Ozark. That's my shit. Oh, that's a little girl in Ozark. Yeah. Okay, I fuck with her. Yeah, I like Ozark. I've never seen it. But, um, sorry, yeah, I Mom, I'm going to have to call you back. <laughs> sorry, Mama Dukes. Look, decline. So, listen. <laughs> Send a <the> voicemail. <laughs> so, that was up against Game of Thrones, Lena Hetty. Lena, then, that's, uh, that's, uh, that's, uh, that's, uh, that's, uh, Cersei, I think. I think that's Cersei. Lena, Lena, let me see. Who was it? What, what was it? What's the thing? What's the actress called? I said supporting actress. Yeah, Lena is, um, is, is, uh, is, uh, it's Cersei. Yeah. 
Well, to be honest, the only thing she was really up against is uh, Fiona Shaw and Killing Eve, but everything else was Game of Thrones. Mm -hmm. So you had Gwendolyn Christie, you had Sophia Turner, you had Macy Williams. So writing for a drama series, um, the winner was Jesse Armstrong's Succession, but it was up against um, whatever this is, Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. I got my glasses back on. Yeah, girl, you it. Listen, you and this damn protect. What's this thing called? Privacy screen. Privacy screen. Them shit so damn dark. Yeah, that's what she said. That's the only case. Only screen protect she got for her phone. Yeah, they because that's the only one they have. They they paid you by it. Can't see nothing on this damn thing. I was gonna go to Dollar Tree. That's why I used to get them. So I was standing. Wait, time out. Dollar Tree got, got glass protectors? Hell yeah, protectors? I get them all the time. They crack easy, but what's a dollar? <laughs> Outstanding supporter actor oh in a drama series went to Peter Dinklage. Oh, yeah. The Thrones. Oh, yeah. Shout out to the Variety Talk series went to uh, John Oliver last week tonight with John Oliver. Mm-hmm. It was up against The Daily Show with Trevor Noah, Jimmy Kimmel Live, Late Show with James Corden, and Late Show with Stephen Colbert. Okay. Stephen Colbert. Mm-hmm. Colbert. Yep. So anyways, director for a variety series went to Don Roy King, Saturday Night Live. Who is it, man? That's really? Yep. So then variety sketch series went to Saturday Night Live. Mm-hmm. Writer, writing for that. That doesn't matter. Outstanding. Let me see that. Outstanding lead actress in a limited series or movie. <laughs> Went to Michelle Williams, the white one, for Fosse Not slash the Verdi. white one. No, so you can know. <laughs> so listen. Miss Michelle is not. We know Michelle ain't in nothing on TV right now. <laughs> I mean, she could have been shit out of. We ain't got cable. So listen. <laughs> that was up against um, so When They See Us. I heard When They See Us took a lot of L's, unfortunately. I hate that because they definitely should have got more wins than they Anjanu Ellis. Nisi, um, Anjanae, Anjanae, whatever. And Nisi Nash. Mm-hmm. I fought with Nisi. Yeah, they, one of them should have won. Yep. So, Outstanding Television Movie went to Black Mirror, Bandersnatch. Have you ever watched that? Yeah, I didn't. Okay, so I love Black Mirror. I love the sh- the, the the shows. When they tried to pull out that new movie shit, I didn't fuck with it. So, the I, I like where they were going with it. So, this is like a, a interactive movie. It's almost like a game. Mm-hmm. So it's like you get to, you're watching a movie, and based off of what decisions you make for the characters in the movie, it determines how the movie plays out. Right. So I see where they was going with it, but I just, I, I, I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. I tried it twice, and I, 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 I didn't like it. it. They tried to make Sometimes it like a game. Sometimes I be wanting to watch it, but then I'd be like, mm, what? Seems weird. No, watch the show. Like, the, I, so... I think season three was probably my favorite season. You, I, I, yeah, you gotta watch the show. The show is good. Don't the banner snatch wasn't good. Outstanding lead actor in a limited series went to Jarrell Jerome. Hey. And this is a little of what he said in his acceptance speech. A oh boy. I'm being the Bronx right now, <laughs> chilling, waiting for my mom's cooking or something. But I'm here in front of my inspirations. I'm here in front of people who I'm so motivated by. And the reason I'm here is because of actors like the people I was in the category with. Um, I have to thank my mom, who's with me today, my beautiful mother. I didn't, I didn't know he was part Dominican either. Mm-hmm. Mom, I didn't know that. Yeah, I just found that out today. I couldn't, um, I couldn't do it without her. Uh, my dad, Sierra, 
Kitty, my late Tariq, my mom, papa, te quiero. Um, of course, Ava, thank you for giving me this opportunity. Netflix, my team, Perry, Emily, Jen, UTA, everybody, Jordan, I know you out there. But most importantly, this is for the men that we know as the Exonerated Five. Okay. It's for Raymond, Yusuf, Anton, Kevin, and King. I feel like I should just... And yeah, y'all know he played Corey Wise in... in um... And when they see us, and like, yeah, his his performance was, um, it's, it's it was really hard to top. I like, you know, it, it, his performance made you, of course. I mean, of course, Corey's, what Corey went through, I think, was the deepest out of all the men. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, the way Jerome like played that fucking role, How like he he, he really embodied that shit. He he tore that shit the fuck up. Like that was a good ass. Good ass movie, and he got a good ass role. Like he did a good job. True so actor. It, yeah, yeah. And the thing, he he really came from like I ain't say he came from, but the first thing we really saw him in was Moonlight. So I haven't seen. You haven't seen? Yet. Oh, you gotta see Moonlight. I know that I keep I keep saying I'm you gonna have see to it. See I just ain't seen it. Yeah. Now, writing for a limited series movie or drama went to Craig Mazin, Sherbanol. Chernobyl? I don't know. Girl. That was up against When They See Us. See. Hold on. When, I my this dark ass, ass, damn. You just took them off. Why you take them off? nigga. I wear you them like, all day. You, you like an old woman that's take them off and put them back on. Well, when somebody else wants to see my phone, I got to. Why, when I need to see your phone, you got to put your glasses to, back I on. I got to do it like this. <laughs> I can't see this phone. I can't see shit on here. Oh, my God. So, outstanding support. Oh, Chernobyl. Yeah, yeah. That's a good movie. That's a good uh, show, too. It's on HBO. It's a true story. Oh, is it? Mm-hmm. Oh, I might have to check that, it out. That it's it's like a uh, that place is like radioactive, so you can never go there. Like there's nobody that lives there. Oh yeah, I don't want to see that. So outstanding supporting actor in a limiting series movie went to um, Ben Wishaw, uh-huh. a very English scandal. It was up against when they see us, Asante Black. Also, when they see us, John Leguizamo, or however you say his last name. I think I you actually him. did that right. Yeah. Uh, and then Michelle K. Williams, when they see us. Michael K. Williams. You know what I meant. <clears throat> so listen, directing for a limited series. You been calling this Ava man. didn't win. It is him. You been calling this man Michelle the whole time. And his name mm-hmm. is Michael. The other one was Michelle. Oh, okay. Okay. My bad. Because that's Michael K. Right. The other okay. one was just Michelle. Oh, okay. So he was up against Ava, but John Rennick. For Chernobyl, Chernobyl, yeah, Chernobyl was good. It, I mean, it was good, but I honestly feel that, of course, Ava should have won. Not even saying that because Ben Stiller was in that Escape at Denarma. Not even saying that because you know I'm, you know, this she for the culture. I'm just saying that just because just by watching both of them, that even though good. and they're both true stories, I prefer when they see us personally. Outstanding supporters, supporting actress in a limited series was Patricia Arquette. The act it was up against. When they see us, damn, when um, they see us took a lot of L's, bro. Well, Chernobyl or whatever you see, Chernobyl, yeah, that was in that too. Competition program, RuPaul's Drag Race. Mm. Um, I love that. So that was up against Nailed It, Amazing Race, American Ninja Warrior, Top Chef, and The Voice. Mm-hmm. Outstanding lead actress in a comedy series went to Phoebe Waller Bridge from Fleabag. <coughs> um. I, nobody else you would have cared about. Outstanding lead actor in comedy series went to Bill Hader or Hader Barry. Um, Blackish, Anthony Anderson was in that. 
um, director mm-hmm. for a comedy series, went to Holly Bradbeer for Fleabag. Okay. Um, that was against Barry, the Big Bang Theory. That should have won because I love that show. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, writing for a comedy series, that doesn't matter. Outstanding supporting actress in a comedy series. Went to the incre- the Marvelous Miss Maisel. That was up against um, Saturday Night Live. <clears throat> Outstanding supporting actor was Tony Shobu. Shob? Shahab. I don't know. Shit. Somebody. What the hell is a Marvelous Miss Maisel? What I, the hell is that? So, this is the thing. I've actually seen that on Netflix, but I don't. I haven't clicked it. And so, um,. That's, I, I don't know. I, I've never clicked it. And I want to say, it's, is it something like magical or something? It sounds like what it could be hell. I don't know. Who in this damn... Oh. Oh, yeah. I don't know if I've seen... Oh, okay. I have seen this on... on, on um, I haven't watched it, but I've seen like the cover You've seen it before? No. I've I seen mean, the cover like, for it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how... Well, I can't say I don't know how I won because I haven't seen it, but... I don't know. It just don't seem like it could be one. Whatever. <laughs> I ain't never seen it whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So. That's all. Oh, what's the name is up next? Uh-uh. Hold on. Before we get into that. So let me talk about. Hold on. Wait. Before we get into that, uh, we got to go into RuPaul, uh, RuPaul's Drag Race. Race. So what. Uh, so. Oh, yeah. The Billy Porter thing. Yeah. So there was a young lady by the name of Danielle Young. Um, she is a writer, producer, host of Essence or at Essence. Um, and she was also in the press room at the Emmys and she was able to ask people like, you know, a couple of uh, the winners some questions after the, uh, you know, after the award show. Mm-hmm. So her tweet says, in the press room at the Emmys, I asked RuPaul to address the diversity or lack thereof in his show, RuPaul's Drag Race. And, and this is what he, uh, this is what she said, or she asked, and this is what he said. So what he said was, the host of the show is black, gay, and a drag queen. So check, check, and check. Nigga, that doesn't mean it's fucking diverse. You're one fucking person. I think she was mainly asking about the people that were behind him. Because the show is very diverse. Like, but I, I, heard, I, heard, I, heard, I heard don't know black people isn't. win. I heard don't know black, don't know black, black people win. I, I don't... I stopped watching RuPaul's Drag Race, I want to say, back when it was on um, 
its own little channel. Mm-hmm. I don't forget. I forget the name of the channel. And then all of a sudden, it came on VH1. Mm-hmm. Now the thing is, I haven't watched it in a long time, mm. so I'm not really You're sure not familiar. how many black people have won. Can I tell you that a lot of black people are on stars the show. from yeah. it? Yeah, oh, 100%. I know that. Well, after it, yeah. I can definitely say yeah. that. Because there's one man, he hosts, um, it's a show, Drag Queen My Dad or something like that. Okay. And he's one of the people from RuPaul's Drag Race. And he's actually like the host of that show. Okay. So, I do, I do feel like. Blacks are given a chance to become something after the show. Have they won? I don't want to say because I don't remember. Yeah, right. But at the same time, it is a lot of diversity on the show. Now, are the judges always black? No, it's usually RuPaul, the white lady that he loves, and then some other white man mm-hmm. that I can't think of his name. But, you know. Uh, yeah. Hey. So so something else that Danielle had said, uh, tweeted, she said, what bothered me about RuPaul's response? One, when I said he reps the LGBT community, he all, um he said also the BLT community, and she said that with a, she posted a side eye emoji or a side face. And two, he thinks because he is black, gay, and a drag queen that somehow his diversity quota is met. Three, he couldn't quote the color purple. <laughs> that that's what took me out to be honest of anything. And four, look at the quote diversity, and if you look at the picture. Um, of what they say the diversity is, it's literally, he's the only, like, color person in the picture. I want to say RuPaul's husband is... Um, Caucasian? He either Caucasian or Asian. I wouldn't doubt that he's Caucasian or both. He's, I'm sure he's not colored. He's or, not or not a person of all. color. Yeah. But this is his husband. As soon as the damn internet was... <laughs> Well, uh, Look, yeah, child. You know, and I don't never had no problem. What's so, going on tonight? I don't know. So then she also had the opportunity to, I guess there was, so, so while RuPaul was on stage accepting his, oh, he's definitely Caucasian. While he was on stage accepting his award, um, they had like, I guess like, you know, you know how sometimes they show like crowd reactions and shit and they show like Billy, I guess they like. Billy Porter. Yeah, so they had, they made a whole gif out of his like face or whatever, thinking like he was being and like petty or doesn't something. Look like anything. It don't. It, like he was just like he look just, like I'm looking at a man on stage. He was just sitting there just watching. I mean, he didn't look that enthused. He was just kind of just. I mean, really, Brent. I'm when just you gassing. sit up and you're you're I'm in gassing. an audience. I'm gasping. <laughs> yes, you're in an audience. <clears throat> you're not gonna be up there the whole time like this. I mean, no, but <laughs> I don't know, bro. Listen. He looks like he's just paying attention to what's happening on the stage. No emotions or anything. But um, the lady so, asked him, "You finna read that?" One? Yeah, I'm about to play that. So yeah, so the lady, the same, the same. God damn it, the same lady had asked uh, Billy Porter, um, Daniel Young. She asked him a question uh, regarding, you know, I guess his again his reaction to RuPaul winning or whatever. So here's what Billy Porter had to say.
catch you in some sort of way. You know what I mean? Like, they can catch you, they can look like a fat ass. RuPaul is one of my, is a friend of mine. I am so proud of him. I stand on his shoulders. I stand on his shoulders. He is doing it. He paved the way for me. So there's never a side. So, that was that. And I don't blame him. There's no reason that I should always have to... Keep it classy. Defend this shit. And like he said, don't always be sitting up there trying to create a rift between two people when you don't really have to. I mean, it ain't no rift, but you know niggas on Twitter, bro. You know when niggas start seeing the slightest bit of side eyes or some... Or some... Or some... Actually went to where they wanted it to go. I mean, if he would have responded on some shit like, yeah, I was, you know, yeah, I... Whatever, but yeah, he know, bro. Like you know, and even if it was being, even if he was petty, he ain't gonna come out and say that shit. Probably not. I don't know. Whatever. Well, here go a nigga that's been saying a whole bunch of stuff. A whole lot, a whole lot of introducing Mr. Omar. Omizi. Omizi, what's good? Oh, you know, I'm living, chilling. So next we have six nine. What's happening? Snitch nine. Because that nigga doing a lot of telling. It's so much stuff. Oh, my God. It's so much stuff. Too much. So, yeah. Oh, Meezy, tell us a little bit about yourself. Oh, um, you know, I'm just a young nigga from the South Side. <laughs> uh, raised in Atlanta. And I, I like hip-hop, you know, the culture. You know. Right. That's, that's a little bit about me. Wait, so I have a question that started off. Mm-hmm. How do y'all feel about snitching then? Because it sounds like... Y'all are on the fence? I'm I'm not on the fence. I mean... Okay. How I feel about it is... In his situation... I mean, I can see where he's coming from in a sense. Because it's like... From what we've gathered, this nigga's been kidnapped from by his own people. You know what I'm saying? Like... This nigga... Supposedly Shoddy was trying to fuck his girl or some shit. Or had fucked his girl... It's just been a whole lot of shit, and they was pretty much like, you know, trying to toss his ass or whatever. So he's like, nigga, I'm not finna do no time for y'all niggas while y'all is out here just doing whatever. So, yeah, I'm finna do what I can to make it better for myself. But I think it's just the fact of how we were introduced to him in such, or how he pretty much brought himself out or introduced himself to us as far as like, oh, I'm this hood ass nigga, da 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 I'm a blood, all this other shit, all this hard, tough shit, but now when some shit hitting the fan... The next very next day after y'all get busted, now you you willing to tell on every fucking body. So my 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 thing was just how how hard he came out at first, and now you know like all this suck my dick shit. No fuck you, fuck you. I'm trying to all this other shit pushing up in niggas hoods, going to uh, Chicago and shit, trying to post up on in, in in different hoods and shit. But then when some shit hit the fan with your ass personally, now you 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 shook. This nigga trying to stay out of jail. Listen, I do understand the whole street cold, don't snitch, blah, 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 blah. But that goes with you got to know who the people are around you, man. Like, y'all knew this nigga was fake when you met him. So what did y'all really expect? Dude, we not in the street. That's street cold. We not in the street. So it's easy for us to be like, I mean, it's easy for me to say, like, I can see where you're coming from. But, like, niggas who really in the streets who really about that shit, they not telling no matter what. Like, they don't. How do you feel, Bryce? No, I, I I feel both sides. Um, so my thing I mean, is, Omar. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Wait, wait, wait. So listen, listen, listen. So I, I feel both sides. Um, he was a young man, 
Daniel Hernandez, who is not, <laughs> not from <laughs> not from that community. Right. Um, I mean, he sold a little drugs and stuff like that. But even if you sell drugs, I, I wouldn't consider you a gang At banger all. or a gang right. member. So then, you know, he saw rappers and out, which you know a lot of people from these communities see rappers and out. And he sat there and thought to himself, what's my best way of getting on top? Um, you know, he's from Brooklyn, New York. He, he found the gangs or whatever. And he said, okay, so they can propel me to the top. Now, what I believe, and I'm going to stand on this ground, and a lot of people can't change my mind on this, he did not really understand what it meant to be in a gang. I agree. Of course he didn't understand because if he did, he would have been like, "I, right, you know what? I'm head out." I don't, right. <laughs> That's SpongeBob shit. That's I'm head out. Right. Because he thought it was. He definitely thought it was just bandanas and and you know. Right. What most people think a gang he is. Mm. Yeah. Outsiders, shall I say? Yeah, he That's thought shit, he thought shit was sweet. He did, and then when they started, like you said, when they when they started uh, talking about killing him and and fucking his bitch and mm. you know. And and all this that you know, just a bunch of other stuff, and he thought they were real killers. It was kind of like, whoa! I kind of need to take a step back. So you can see in some of his interviews, like when he first went on the Breakfast Club to when he next went on the Breakfast Club, right. And Charlamagne and Envy are talking to him. His demeanor and the way that he talks different. about things is yeah, way different, mm-hmm. way different. Because I think he was really starting to see like. You know, the, the it's starting to come down on itself. Right. Yeah, because the first um, one he was very cocky, really arrogant. Right. Yo, y'all gonna get this gonna be the most views y'all ever see y'all it's, ever had in y'all life. Actually it was though. Be. It was though. Yeah, he, he didn't lie. It was, but then it was just like the next interview, it was like he was he I didn't say he was completely different, but like you said, you you tell he 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 started to see some shit then. His, oh. Well they had got some money. His perception started to change a little bit. Well, I'm pretty sure they probably already had money, but either way. The but simple yeah. fact of the matter is he went in on anybody you can think of. The funniest part about majority of this is the memes that came after. Oh, yeah. But just to... I, go ahead. I, I was going to say, the memes are funny, and the people that are, to me, that are saying that they wouldn't snitch are also funny. All those people are even more oh, hilarious because yeah. at the same time, it's just like... What what was he facing? How many years did they tell like him? Seventy five. Like it was like it was like a lot of years. It was a lot. The, the whole thing about the court case was they were trying to paint him and Shoddy as like the um, the leaders, two, the two leaders of the game. Mm-hmm. So almost on some like Al Capone, you know, mm-hmm. when they caught Al Capone, they couldn't get him on any of the other stuff, but they got him on tax evasion. But they sent them to Alcatraz. So they were going to send Takashi to like Rikers on like racketeering, all the murders that they got, all the drug dealing that they got, you know, all the the drug trafficking and human trafficking. They were going to try to put all that on him. And that's why I feel like he kind of rung the bell. He, yeah, he was just like, nah, man, I'm finna tell you who really did this shit. Yeah. And then that's when he started listing names. What you about to read? Hmm? What is that? What's the one where he was mentioning Trippy Red? So, I mean, there's a, there's a part in um, the trial. There's a part of the trial where they're asking him, you know, to just identify 
uh, different gang members and things that uh, he witnessed throughout his time in basically the industry. And he names, uh, along with Trippy Red, he names Jim Jones, Cardi uh, B. Cardi B. Mm-hmm. He starts pointing out the dudes in the courthouse uh, with by name mm-hmm. and with what suit color they got on. Yeah, he was like, he was like, because he was like, uh, is there another member or uh, are any other other members uh, that was in that the was so the Trey Trey Bloods uh, in the same room uh, in the same room with you now? He was like, yeah. Can you point them out? Can you like not point them out, but can you tell you what they're wearing? He was like, yeah. He was like Harv. He's uh, wearing a gray. <laughs> he says wearing a gray suit. Like, <laughs> hey, I know, I know. Harv was in the courtroom, like this nigga right here. Right. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga got me fucked up. So, but he he did that. I mean, it was it even got so bad that he he named the um the corner store by his house that was selling jewel pods to underage kids. Mm. Like he was he was snitching hard, hard on everybody. But I mean, I, I still feel like it's just a case of somebody who didn't know uh, completely what they were getting into. Um, and then once the FBI showed him what he was getting into, once they played the recordings of them putting out the hit on him, mm-hmm. um, once they really told him, because he put out a hit on Chief Keith, but yeah, he admitted this, it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but maybe this is naive me. I feel like he really didn't understand who he was talking to. Hell no! They would have really went out and killed Keith. That's the thing, and Mm -hmm. when you playing a fake gangster and it's real gangsters in the room, and you doing that shit just to be like, I can't even say gang clout because he was already winning at this moment. But you remember when he had sat up and went to Chicago and was like, "I'm on his block," and the bird it was birds chirping like nigga. It's like (laughs) four five in the morning. Niggas asleep. Like it was birds chirping outside. Like, ain't no birds chirping in ten at ten. It's ten p.m. Where y'all at? Ain't no birds chirping at ten p.m. Nigga, shut up. I I mean all of it. I feel like all of it was the game clown. Even even throughout the process, because you know even I think the the biggest um, at that moment I would say he was selling himself, not really clown. No, so this is this is the biggest obstacle with like artists today, or even just people that are trying to be famous. You can get there. You can, you know, you can get fifteen minutes of fame quick, right. fast, and hurry nowadays. Staying relevant though is a, a completely different task. So that's why he continued to do the birds chirping thing, or uh, going going to this hotel where where they were staying and stuff like that. That's why he continued to do different acts. Of just strolling or whatever, um, as he would call it, as his as his lawyer would call it, which he had a terrible lawyer who said, "Do y'all know what trolling is?" Right. Yeah. I thought, and somebody, one of the people was like, "Yeah, it was a great day. Uh, there was both great questions from both sides." And I was like, "No, it was some white people questions from both sides." Right. Y'all was trying to figure out what is trolling. What the fuck? What do you mean? What is trolling? What, you should what, know this. Do you know what dry snitching is? <laughs> that shit was bad, man. <laughs> but yeah, so they um so uh you know they asked fifty. I think fifty was on with um Big Boy in the morning, and they asked him um you know just some questions about Takashi because you know Takashi and fifty had like a little moment, little bromance, right? Little father son, little moment or whatever. So they asked fifty what he felt about it. So here's what he said: Oh shit, phone almost fell. I'm snitching. I I don't even know how to explain it. Like you said. Under those circumstances, I don't know. I know 
I can identify with how he was feeling. When you find out the shot of you sleeping with your baby mother. Trying to kill you? And angry with you enough to, to kill you. <laughs> right, right, right. right. you start, nah, you don't want them, them to get no money out of this situation anymore. I could, and he's not from that. So, Big, you would feel he's completely alienated. There's no way out of it. Like you say, you can sit in jail for the rest of your life or for 20 years of your life, right? Mm. And for, and support and be loyal to guys that was sleeping with your mm-hmm. baby's mother mm. and getting ready to attack your mother. Mm. What are your thoughts? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. What are your thoughts? And more people had some shit to say. They talked to uh, Tory Lanez. You have a billboard hit with Takashi 69 He said to testify. People think he's going to get out. When and if he gets out, would you do music with him again? I mean, I really don't know. As a person, bro, and regardless of whatever he did, I kind of missed that guy, dog. That was my nigga. He's a funny guy, dog. He really, as a person, he was a funny guy. On Instagram, he was. Maybe niggas is a. Uh, you know, won't say that or won't say whatever they say. I, I really just don't care. I don't really give a fuck about how people view me. God forbid I kill somebody tomorrow and I go to jail and y'all look at me at a, as a murderer for the rest of my life. That doesn't change the songs that I made. Right. Does the fact that he testified change the way you feel about him at all? I mean, as a person, I just feel like, you know, there's certain rules that you chose to live by. Regardless, you know, you know, there's certain rules to what you're doing. At the end of the day, as a man, you know what you're getting yourself into. Regardless, you know, and at the end of the day, I'm not going to say I act like I don't know. Like, nigga, I, would I do that? No, because I wouldn't have gotten myself into that situation if I didn't know what I was getting myself into. God forbid I'm ever in a situation. I don't want the world to just turn it back on me and be like, I'm never going to make music with this nigga because of the situation that I'm in at that moment. So, of course, he wrote like a little post and was just like, let's get one thing clear. I do not condone any form of telling, snitching or anything of that sort. When I spoke about 69, it was four or five days ago before him taking the stand. So, of course, you know, he had to defend himself because now he out here looking like a cornball. Right. Hey, nigga, you fuck with that nigga? <laughs> but she, you know what's so funny? I thought I thought um, hip-hop in the black community was past the stop snitching thing from, like, the Cameron days. Um especially because, you know, the genre of music has kind of transitioned to something else. But I have heard a lot of these new people, you know, new artists or, you know, new faces saying, I can't condone or I can't do this, then the third. And nobody kind of even shot him some bail or even tried to understand. Because mm-hmm. um, they don't from. fuck with him like that. For real, for real. A lot of people do fuck with the 50 Cent and T.I., they were really fucking with him. Before all this, they were, I mean, they were really championing him. Takashi. No, what I'm saying is not the simple fact that they, you know how people smile in your face, but low key, they They ain't really with it. That's what I'm talking about. All the time, they want to take your place, they backstab So, my thing is just, were these people truly fucking with you? You know what I mean? Like, okay, yeah, I could be smiling in your face, blah, 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 blah. 50 Cent, I do feel like his was sincere. I don't. I didn't know that Ti and him were cool. Oh yeah, but I'm talking about majority of these other artists that don't give a shit and ain't sending him anything. Well, here's what Tip had to say. I don't think they care enough about him. Can I go back to the hood after snitching? Yes, he can. After snitching, they were asking him to go back to the music. And not the thing that really hurt. That would really hurt. They ride around with somebody who they know done told in their hood right now. Typical way, tell on me. 
You know what I'm saying? This cat could come home and throw parties. And the party be popping. It be full. Right. So if the one the rest, how in the hell is this party so packed? Yeah. Mm. And everybody know how cuz came home. Everybody know what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I don't, back to the I don't think they right. care enough about him. Can I go back? So, yeah. You think he could go back to a rap career, Bryce? I mean, Omar? <laughs> Tim, you're doing a great job. Right. Um, <laughs> I think somebody, somebody asked that, too. I, I think, um, let me say this, because I, I thought about this while I was thinking about what Tory Lanez and 50 Cent said. I think 50 was right on it. it he's still going to go to jail. Right. Takashi is still going to have some time. This is a little different from the Bobby Shmurda incident because people were saying, well, look what happened to Bobby Shmurda. He didn't snitch and he doesn't have that much time. This is completely different because Takashi is snitching to go from life to about 20 years. Not Bobby Shmurda didn't snitch to do like two or three. So Takashi's going to spend some time, you know, behind bars. Um, Now, if some miraculous way he snitches so hard when he comes out, in the near future, because he's only 23. If he comes out, you know, soon, could he go back to music? Um, pr- most definitely. Most definitely. I don't think his audience cared about it. Either. But how, what is soon? And how, you know what I'm saying? Like, how soon? I mean, he would, I don't think I want to hear a 27-year-old Takashi rap. Um, he's 23 now. It, it would have to be like a two-year thing. And then that would be still be another thing. Him well, staying relevant. When he gets out. To be honest, if anything, he knows how to work social media now. You know what I'm saying? Like, he knows how to play it to his advantage. But you he know. can't do the things he used to do. He can't go back to doing that. And, and honestly, he definitely can't do that. And but he, he can't get it. He can't even the, the two things that he had that really put that they put him on. But something that made him stood out or stand out was the, his hair color and the fact that he had so many fucking tattoos all over his face. And of course, in order for him to even go into witness protection, he has to remove. His tattoos, and he has right. to get rid of his colored hair. So that's two things that you. And my thing one is, how the fuck are you gonna move that big ass six nine off your face and all them damn tattoos all over your face? But you oh, gotta go into witness protection. Off. Oh, they can get them off. Now oh, the thing is too, and and the sad part about this is, is all the little kids that love him. This is showing what happens when you play games. Well, no, it ain't sad. This is just a, like you said. This is just a. a, a no, good... I'm just saying. It's just it's not sad. But you know how black folks say it's sad. <laughs> now. <laughs> They just making an example out of his ass. Like, listen, y'all want to be just like him? Go right. Go ahead. Go ahead. Now let me tell you because one day I was at work. This little dude, little uh, uh, Latin dude, came in. I swear to God, said nigga. No, he was. (laughs) (laughs) Damn, because you know Takashi full of niggas, boy. No, no, he kept doing the stupid. He kept doing that dance. He was like. Seven, seven years old or something like that. He was like, I'm 6'9". I'm 6'9". I love 6'9". Oh, I ew. love 6'9". And his mama looked at me and was like, yeah, he thinks he's 6'9". I'm looking at him now like his ass must be in, uh, what is it? The little kitty jail? What you call it? The kitty jail? Juvenile. A juvenile yeah. Center. Why do you see? He probably ended up that <laughs> shit. He was following after his ass. Nah, for real. Um, who, who else? Um, they said his driver ended up uh, having to testify, or whatever, and he ended up becoming a informant. Um, basically, after he got arrested by ICE. Oh my God! So she even his own dri- his own driver kind of pulled up against his ass. Like as soon as they pull, as soon as ICE pulled up on the driver, they listen. Uh, hey, listen, I know everything. Listen, six nine, you snitching. I gotta go ahead and snitch too, bro. Like 
We both got to make our, make our yes, way out here. Yes, it was me that dropped him off at 1159. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I, I feel like hip-hop still follows a lot of trends because, I mean, you just watch, uh, in recent history, TK, Bobby Shmurda, and now 6 9 I thought we were supposed to been stop rapping about real crimes in our lyrics. You know what I mean? I thought we been supposed to stop shooting videos with convicted felons. No, because niggas guns. is still niggas is still making videos holding guns and shit That's like what, yeah. to like this day. Cool. Like it's nothing. Like whole, whole bricks of drugs in their videos. Like nigga, like you have people snitching on, on themselves Instagram with whole pages full of drugs, uh, guns, money. Girls shaking their butt, and you you really think ain't shit finna happen? You right. don't think nobody from the FBI, DEA, or anywhere that can put your ass in jail is watching it. The crazy thing is, it really everybody phone can do a screenshot or can do like a record or some shit, and can easily send that bitch to somebody else or set forward to somebody. It's nothing. And they play days. it. They play it in the courtrooms every single time. I mean, they play the every music his music. Right, they play his own music against him. He got to sit there and explain bar for bar what this what What's this shit means. What's that other nigga Melly with the um murder on my mind? Oh yeah, why? Yeah, why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They played that. Oh, that was another. So that's another example. But I, I mean, it's gonna it's gonna repeat itself. There's gonna be another. Oh, it's coming. All the time. You know, it's coming. He's gonna be backed by some. You know, I'm not even gonna say a whole gang. It could be a couple of just gangsters or just a, a few little whatever. niggas behind them. Now, one thing about it, um. What's his name? Tay K. Did he have a lot of dudes? He kind of was in it a little bit just by himself, wasn't he? Hey, Tay K. Didn't have a lot of dudes. Um, it was like him and a, you know just a couple of his buddies. Yeah, his doing was, dumb shit. The the timeline and I mean he he literally rapped what he did, um, <laughs> and there was no ifs ands or buts about it. So it's kind of <laughs> like how do you explain that in the courtroom? Uh, Damn. your honor, I was just lying. <laughs> you, you, you really, you I didn't, came. I didn't, that wasn't me. I, I heard about the story and then I wrote it. And then I was like, yeah, I did it. That's what I would say. Yeah, you, you can't, you can't do that. I'd be like, your honor, I read the paper and literally, then I was like, fuck it. I'm finna make this story my own. Literally talking about, yeah, I got to in the raps, green hoodie on, mask down. <laughs> and then in the, in the crime scene, exhibit A, a, a green hoodie and exhibit B is a mask. So what is what's going on here, Take A? Oh no, those were just lyrics. <laughs> what did Jay Prince say? Oh yeah, hold on. Um so he had ended up where the fuck is the video? Where did it go? Where did it go? I don't know. Oh here you go. So Jay Prince had ended up posting a, a, a older video of himself on the Breakfast Club and he ended up he uh posted on Instagram. He said, I told y'all about this clown Takashi Six Nine that if he keeps campaigning with dumb I'm sorry, with dumb shit that he's gonna get elected. Election day has come and now I'm hearing lies he's telling under oath about robbing me or representatives of rap a lot. Let me just make myself clear. If him or any of those clowns were to try to rob me or anyone from rap a lot, family, bad news would have, I'm sorry, bad news would have beat them home. Uh, let this be a lesson to those who know better to do better because there was never a question mark in my mind that this kid Takashi 69 was rap material. That's why my sons didn't allow him to come into their party. Uh, it was never about a rat checking in with us. Mm. I remember that shit too. Cause remember they had he was trying to go to the, uh, some some club out in Houston and like rap a lot people rap a lot of records or whatever had kind of like told him he couldn't come in there like you know you had to ch- like check in or some shit like nah we don't fuck with you like Mm-mm. and he had a, he had to end up leaving he had a whole little rant or whatever on Instagram and shit Mm-mm. like yeah yeah that was a little while ago again that was when he was well, on you the, he know was, they respect Jake Prince right he, he, he gonna demand it. 
Oh, you gonna you gonna wind up in a in a ditch somewhere. But yeah, so. Last thing I got on. You got anything more on Takashi, bro, Omizi? Just word of the wise, you know, don't don't rap about real shit. Um, and also, <laughs> I guess have a have a better understanding as to what you are getting into. Yeah. And yeah. and also try to keep <clears throat> try to keep the lames, you know, the people that are uh, not in your circle out of your circle. Because apparently, from what I heard, he had actually Takashi actually sought out. Shoddy and the Trey Nine Bloods. Oh, did and came came to them with this saying, "Hey, you know, I really believe I could be famous. You know, I got a couple of clicks on SoundCloud, but if I had this push from you guys, and they both saw it as a business opportunity. So, I mean, mm-hmm. everybody played a part. Everybody played a part. Everybody did play a part, but mm-hmm. it's just like you got to keep G shit, G shit. If you gonna be a G, so we we gotta actually before we move on from six nine, we gotta. But I'm last... telling you now, if you with me, I'm telling. <laughs> The last thing we got on six nine, he we got a little uh little clip from um I guess like the court proceedings. Here we go. It's a lot more. It's like a seventeen-minute so video. Like it's a lot. Of, it's like it's he so much. He stuff. did so much tattling. Like it, and it's. It, I don't even think it's over yet. Like he still got more tattling to do. I'm telling you, the memes are the funniest part. I'm telling you. They had. They had. Uh, they had. Um, they said Ghost is Saint James St. Patrick. <laughs> Tommy kill. Uh, <laughs> Tommy kill Angela. Bro, they really been bodying this man, bro. I don't so, know. It's, it's just ain't no coming back from him. Even even Shannon Sharp. Somebody had posted on Twitter. They said rapper six nine testifies that Shannon Sharp is confirmed member of the Nine Trey Bloods. Shannon Sharp retweeted and said, "If I see six nine, I'm telling everyone where I see him. I'm gonna dry snitch on his ass." <laughs> Everybody getting in on this six nine fun, bro. This shit is hilarious. Do you, do y'all think I, I I can end it on this one myself? Do y'all mm-hmm. think other rappers are gonna um? continue to follow his path. I mean, it, it is kind of easy to become famous, you know, rapping about gangs and drugs and, and guns and violence, but... Well, that's the thing. Right now, you know there was like, um, of course, the like beginning of hip-hop when it was all about just like partying and things like that. Then it became the whole thug era in the 90s and then the fucking bitches era with Uncle Luke, you know? Then it became about the true, true guns and this is what I do. I sell weed. I got lean. I got this. Mm-hmm. So maybe we'll see an evolution. Who knows? 
dudes. I think, um, I don't know. Hopefully this nigga can be an example, though, for real. But I think niggas still going. Niggas going to ride the wave, though. Niggas going to see, like, oh, he did this. Instead of, you know, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this same thing, but I'm going to change it this way so I don't get locked up or I ain't got to go through this. I feel like niggas still going to go through that same little annoying ass shit. I like also feel like there's a nigga right now selling his soul to do this. And oh, one, don't even know. Oh, 100%. 100%. Like, while we talking right now, it's somebody. 100%. <laughs> hey, man, for real, I'm cut out for this life. I promise you. Mm-hmm. Okay, Army, oh, me easy. <laughs> we appreciate you, family, for stopping by. No problem. No, no problem. Cap. You got to come through again. Yeah, you got to hit us up and come on a, a whole one. All right, man. <laughs> Bye, y'all. All right. <laughs> so what we got next, man? The Forbes list. So next, the Forbes list came out. And just, I'm going to read all 20. Okay. Um, This is the top 20. You know they do this every year. So Pitbull was 20. Um, Wiz Khalifa, Nas, Future Birdman, Meek Mill, Swiss Beats, Cardi, Nicki, J. Cole, Gambino, Migos, Kendrick, DJ Khaled was 7, Eminem was 6. If you're wondering what number I'm on. <laughs> um, <laughs> five was them. Travis Scott. Diddy was number four. So rounding up the top five. Yeah, he's at seven. We, okay, I feel like at top five, we got to get the money. So Travis Scott at, was at 58 million. Diddy is at 70. Drake is number three at 75. Jay-Z is at number two with 81 nil. And the reason why this was so important to people this time is because number one... Is Kanye West Easy. with 150 mil. Mm-hmm. So apparently, what they're saying too is like majority of this is, I think, his shoe sales. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> ma- I, yeah, that's that's what I'm going off of. Because even with Wiz, I'm like, how do Wiz? But Wiz got weed. You know what I'm saying? Wiz, you know, his, his well, KK. My main thing was how the hell is Eminem at number six and what the hell is Eminem doing? I mean, maybe royalty? I don't know. I. When the know. last time you heard Eminem's song? I mean, he had I'm like what a year or two ago. But I mean, he was doing the whole beef with Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't, yeah, I don't know. Gambino at ten. Yeah, is know. this the Gambino? I think. I'm guessing it got to be Childish Gambino. I don't know no other Gambino besides Childish. I don't think that's Childish Gambino. So who the hell is Gambino? Let me you see. remember Gambino from back in the day? Ain't Gambino the um, one who beef with um with Eminem? Was that his name? What? I don't know. You remember Gambino. If we look up a photo, you're going to be like, oh, this nigga. He old, though. So I don't know which Gambino that is. When I'm Googling Gambino, the only Gambino that's coming up is Childish. I don't know. I think Gambino even changed his name. I'm thinking about Benzino. That's what I'm thinking. (laughs) You think about Benzino? (laughs) I think that's the same person. No, it's not. It's, no, he did not. Mm. It has to be Childish Gambino. I'm looking. I don't know. They shouldn't have put Gambino. So listen. So then you think about this nigga, Benzino? Yeah, yes, you think about him. I don't know who Gambino is though. I thought that was him. So, Swit Meek Mill and Cardi they wrote out. They was like something must be wrong with this because they they basically was saying like these numbers off. Yeah. We made this. Right. And of course, you know, people in the comments sitting up, oh, Nikki, she won million dollar more than Cardi. And I'm like, bro, why is anybody even paying attention to that? Like, what the fuck? Really be going through people's minds. Because you're not supposed to happen. But yeah, me me had tweeted, he said, the Forbes got our accounts fucked up. And then Cardi had retweeted him and said, where do Forbes be getting their numbers from? Because they mm-hmm. way off. So... 
So make y'all money either way. It don't matter if you way off or not. You still richer than me. But it's facts. So facts. I can do about it. But it still makes you wonder, like how how real are these lists that be coming out? Like from like well, from it does all make lists. Make you wonder after the simple fact of them saying like, bro, these ain't my number. Right. What the fuck? And then we all know Jay Z a billionaire. So is this solely off of your rap meat catalog? You know what I'm saying? Is it solely off of that, or is it everything? But if the Yeezys are added in it, then it lets you know this must be everything. They said it's just for the year for 2019, but I don't remember Kanye. But that's how many what I'm saying. Yeezys he had for this year, year. How how much is actually added into added that into number? It. Yeah. Because it's just like, of course, these people do other things, but we know that Jay Z's catalog was what worth 75 mil, right? So I don't know. Moving on, you got something else. Uh, no, not for four. So, in all shit, this again. Oh, shit. We back with Antonio Brown. So, y'all know that last week we reported that he, um, his ex-trainer, mm-hmm. who, if you saw the photos and stuff, it did look like they had some type of relationship outside of being trained mm-hmm. with, said <laughs> she he raped her. Okay. So, No, those, I thought he said she just watched college. Remember, he ejaculated on her back. That was another woman. Oh, so the other one said he actually raped her? It's rape allegations. Oh, damn. So, the nothing on the back and all of this. I guess she was telling her whole story. Mm. So, um, he's he's been cut from the Patriots. Yep, he got snipped. He did. And, of course, he hit the the same one he was um, talking about. He brought up the old case between... um, He was hurt. He was. He was just hurt. So, of course, he brought up the old one between uh, Shannon, Shannon Sharp mm-hmm. being accused of sexual assault. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Shannon Sharp posted this photo and put the little colorful teeth on him and said he was a snitch. <laughs> now, granted... I didn't see that. Yeah. So, then he also wow. brought up... Um, he brought up Big Ben. And then he also brought up uh, Robert... Croft or Kraft, Robert Kraft. Kraft, yeah. He brought up all of them and he was just saying it's crazy how they still are able to work and things like that, yeah. but I'm being cut off. I knew Robert Kraft was going to get up. I mean, I mean, I mean, but he has a point. Thing. He definitely has a point. I do agree with AB on this. But. What he failed to realize, right. it ain't even a but. What he failed to realize mm-hmm. was the simple fact that Social media plays a bigger part in all of yeah, this. Yeah. Because today yeah. the story dropped as soon as it dropped, millions of billions of people mm-hmm, saw it. Mm-hmm. Back then, when all of this shit was going down, this wasn't posted everywhere. It had right. time to die down. Right, right. You can hide from your problems, I feel like back in the day. Right. Now you can't do all of that shit. So it don't even matter. This was back in 2010. 2000, 2010 was the Shannon one. 2010, what was happening in two? That was right after college. That was your Facebook for the most part, wasn't it? Facebook. IG probably had just started. I wonder what I had in 2010. I mean, I was definitely at Georgia Well, State. I had graduated college in 2009. For real? Yeah. Oh, I was still up in that. Um, yeah, I was getting ready to cross. But it wasn't that yeah, hot yet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 for so real. For the most part, all you was, that's, I think that's when Facebook still had yeah, the inst- whole, it would have your name and then it'd be Kimberly Harrison is this. Yeah, it was. Go ahead. You did. <laughs> Get Jesus. your fucking talking. Right. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Don't look me up. 
They going to Google your ass. Yeah, you won't find me. A whole bunch of white women. <laughs> That's the first one. But yeah, so yeah, he went on a whole little uh, tirade. He had like a little tantrum once he got let go from the um, from the Patriots and shit. He ended up, like I said, he made all them posts trying to go on at Robert Kraft and calling out Shannon Sharp and calling out Big Ben. And he ended up also tweeting. He deleted those tweets and all those posts, but he still left this one up. He said, we'll not be playing in the NFL anymore. These owners can cancel deals, do whatever they want at any time. Uh, we will see if the NFL PA um, hold them accountable. Sad they can just avoid, I'm sorry, sad they can just void guarantees anytime going on. Uh, what the fuck is this? Oh, I'm sorry. Going on $40 million, two months, we'll see if they pay up. And the NFLPA is the NFL Players Association. So, um, But again, I, I, I think this is just him just kind of not bluffing, but he's just in his feelings. I mean, nigga, this is your life. Like, He's not one of those players that if he don't play, he can still be wealthy for the rest of his life. Like, He's one of those players that although he's good, I feel like he can go broke. He can go broke. Well, I will applaud him because he registered back in school. Mm -hmm. So, hey, you see this ain't working for you right now? Do you. And one thing about it, he's such a great player that I do feel if he wanted to, like, open up a camp, come on, retired players for the most part, when you figure out you ain't got no job in TV, you start opening up camps, training camps. But this is what? Open your own league. Especially in these days, though, it's really? like it's like once you get whether it's true or not, once you get something like this on you, it's hard as fuck to shake that shit it's off. Hard to unless, shake it. unless you can guarantee you can prove yourself, you know, with evidence, you can prove yourself that you were actually telling the truth. Other than that, you got two women now that's against you right now, or that's saying that you did something to them. So it's already bad. You had one, now you got two. So it's like no matter what. It's bad now, you know, like 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 people. Somebody was saying like the coach, the head coach of the um Patriots. This nigga barely like talking about motherfucking sport, like the team itself. He don't like interviews, so of course every goddamn interview that he's had at post post games or whatever before the games has all been about AB and his situation. He don't want to have to keep answering questions about this shit, so of course they're gonna let you know. That's more reason for him to let him go. Like nigga, I don't want to answer questions about this nigga no more. Let just let him go. I'm tired well, of Nike it. dropped his ass. Everybody dropped it. He said Antonio Brown is not a Nike athlete. Oof. And that's what I'm saying. Like, and the worst part about it is it ain't even been said if it's true or not. Right. So that's my thing. It's like he did tweet out though to the Patriots, "Thank you for the opportunity." Yeah. Right. But Antonio Brown lost me a while back. I forgot what it was, but he, I it, it was either some. I hate to say coonery, or it was some. Ain't nothing wrong about that. It, it well, I'm just saying. Oh, he he, he died his he died he died his beard blonde. That was coonery for me. Wow, it was. He he died and he dyed his hair. He or he dyed his beard blonde or some shit. It just looked or white. I remember really... that, but I I don't know what it was. But he lost me. It was either something he said or I don't know. It, it, at the point at the time I'm thinking of, I know he was with a uh, um. I don't know if she was white or not, but she was with one of them. This is what OJ Simpson had to say. New England releases Antonio Brown. I guess you can say you saw it coming. I, um, you know, I almost texted Antonio a week ago. I want to give him a little bit of advice uh, that some of the greatest legal minds in America gave me. They told me that when you're in a civil or criminal litigation and you're the person they're coming after... The best thing you can do is say nothing, be quiet, essentially shut up. 
and if his lawyer didn't give him that advice, he should sue that lawyer. <laughs> Evidently, he didn't. In any event, I don't have to worry about that anymore. He's gone. Um, I wish I would have sent him that text a week ago. I'm just saying, take care. Yeah, I fuck with the juice. I don't. I don't know why. I just. I. I don't know why. Yeah, this but could, fuck this. all that. You ain't have to do that. You, what's the point in saying that? What? You should really call the man. You should have called. But this, this is just, that's just OJ just being on him. You know, he on Twitter now. So that's just him just, he an old nigga, bro. That's you like an old nigga working social media. Yeah, this is him trying to just make some shit. But yeah. <laughs> he needed content. But no, if AB really did this shit, though, fuck that nigga. Like, he, like, like nah. Like, yeah, you don't need to be doing this shit, bro. You can't be out here just taking shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, nah, bro. Like, so if he did do this shit, you nah. Can't, but we but, gotta figure out if it's true or not. Yeah, we gotta, we gotta run through this shit. So, anyway. Well, back in Neverland world, the judge <sighs> is actually siding with Michael Jackson's estate Praise over God. the HBO documentary. About time. Yeah, so, pretty much, the, um... <laughs> You said I'm like Medea. Pretty much. Pretty much. Their side with that. It really isn't too much to say on it, but the um, judge's last name was Wu, and he entered, he issued a tentative ruling that denied HBO's motion to demiss the estate's case. So that's pretty much Hold on. Run that back again. Say it, run that by me again one more time. Say that again. I missed that. Yeah, well. I mean, it's too late. It's gone. It's gone? Okay. It's gone. I'll have to run. Pretty much he denied it. So he, oh, okay. he, the case isn't even going to, to court, I don't believe. Okay. Okay. Say At less. At least that's what I got. That's of. fine. I will, I will re-listen to that again. So lose <laughs> you have to hear. Who we on? Larry Johnson. Oh, yeah. Um, Why you say it like that? Because I know somebody. Larry Johnson. So, oh, yeah. We... <laughs> Go, man. Damn. So... <laughs> Shut up. Okay, so where is this shit at? I can't even find a motherfucker. Oh, so Larry Johnson, who is a retired NFL uh, running back, uh, football player. Uh, he played with the Kansas City Chiefs, played with the Bengals, Redskins, and he ended up uh, exiting his uh, career with the Miami Dolphins. He had... I don't know. He had some shit. He had something to say about Meg the Stallion. And it was pretty much he was saying like she piggybacked off of her mother's death to make her career. So he yeah, he said so a coincidence. This is what he tweeted. He said a coincidence. Her mother who was okay, I'm sorry. I let me go back a little bit further. He posted this right after she signed a Rock Nation. So I gotta give a little more detail. So right after she signed a Rock Nation or whatever, he ended up retweeting that and said, A coincidence. Her mother, who was her manager, died in the month of March 2019, the same month of her quote-unquote breakout. Music industry filled with the easily corrupt fatherless children looking for Satan to be the daddy they never had. So, for one, it's like, my nigga, you're a grown-ass fucking man. You're a grown man. You're a retired NFL player. Why are you sitting here talking about someone's dead mother? What was her response? So she said, just because you found out about me around the time my mother passed does not make what you're uh, saying accurate. I've been grinding for so long and would appreciate if you weirdos on the internet would stop trying to associate my mother having a brain tumor with the fucking devil. Which is like, 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 what, like, what? 
why would you even be that insensitive to even say some shit like that to her? And not only that, to retweet her so you know she gonna see the shit. Like, to me, when I saw that shit, I was like, yo, that, that, that was just low for me because I'm like, you're, you're being insensitive. Like, she, her mom literally died. Like, they had, not even said document, but it was like some, uh, some footage of her mom. Like, her mom was like a musician. Her mom was a rapper. It was like, you saw her mom, like, in the studio with her, like, kind of rapping on some shit and, like, just kind of giving her feedback every time she heard some shit or if some shit didn't sound right. She gave her feedback. This is somebody that she looked up to. This is her mom, like, somebody she followed and, you know what I'm saying? Like, she, of course, she looked up to this her fucking mama. So it's like, she gonna continue her footsteps, gonna be the boss bitch, gonna do what she gotta do, and now she, she blew the fuck up. She worked hard. So the fact that you taking the fact that she worked hard and you making, trying to make light of that shit, that's bullshit. Just because you're a retired fucking NFL player, my nigga, you ain't doing shit, you ain't got nothing else to do with your life right now, don't mean you gotta sit here and talk about other people, especially another fucking woman. Well, and especially about her, you know, and bringing up her dead he mama. He still had a whole bunch of shit to say. He did. He did talk some more shit. So he said, for those who think I was heading on, and he added her, the stallion, and he said, Meg the Pony, which is, again, just, well, why? Well, before that, he put, who are you trying to persuade me or your fans? You aren't the only one with the same story in the same industry, around the same people, who all worship the same goat head, hermaphrodite, soon to be doing the same symbolism. And then he came back and said this. So I guess she didn't really respond to that. Then he was like, that's read that Oh, yeah. So yeah, we can call her Mad the Pony, which again, I said is disrespectful. And he said, because you think I wanted to sleep with her, don't know my history, I had better. Then he started naming his, I guess, bodies or whatever. Jalisa Bermudez. And he said, and quoted, I wanted, I wanted, I wanted Mary, which he clearly fucked that up. Chili from TLC, Maya, Drea, and a bunch of distant neverminds. Don't DM me. <sighs> Whatever, sir. Get the that fuck shit off my crazy. shit, bro. Like, crazy. I hate, I hate niggas sometimes, bro. Like, niggas is really fucking ignorant. Like, like it was, that whole shit was just for what? Like, why? Like, what, what, what was your reasoning for even tweeting her or mentioning her? Like, moving on. That shit pissed me off. Next. I see you going in. Who was next? So Ari right. Lennox mm-hmm. is saying that she is pretty much, she will continue to drop music, but she's not performing anymore outside of IG Live or YouTube. God is good. I will pay back what was offered to me, but literally I'm too thorough to be playing with the energy, with my energy. People don't know what happens behind the scenes. Damn, man. I like Ari too. You ever been to one of her shows? No, I ain't seen her. I want to go. but I, I, I love her music. I haven't seen her perform, though. And I'm like, performing on IG Live, that's a whole free concert. And she was just here for one music fest, too. I really hate that I didn't go now, because yeah. that might be one of the last times I get to see her. You um, have to catch her if she's still doing something. And speaking, of, and speaking of, since we still on Dreamville, uh, J. Cole also had, uh, had tweeted. He said, this is an honor to be on this song, New Gangstar. It was a new song that he had with Gangstar. Uh, and he said, this is the last feature you'll hear from me. Thank you to everybody I got to work with during this run. And he added, real DJ Premier, this song is a classic. Thank you, RP Guru. So it was just like, Dreamville is just on some shit. Like, you know, Ari is not performing no more. I'm not, yeah, she's not live performing anymore. Mm-hmm. J. Cole told me he's not doing any more features. <sighs> so I don't know, I bro. I think kind of figured he wasn't doing no more features when um that whole... The London uh thing yeah, came. London. And everybody was like, what is really going on? I mean, he 
Friday. That's when he it. was like twenty k for or something like that. Oh, twenty k for a feature, something like that. Yeah. Or or every word. Something oh yeah, like that. yeah, what yeah. Was he saying? So, uh, I forget. I don't know. I'm like, nigga, you ain't said shit. So Lizzo calls out Postmate driver for taking her food. Yeah, that was yeah. I saw I, I saw that shit today actually. Um, yeah. So apparently Lizzo had made a Postmate order, and her food didn't get there. <laughs> Her food didn't get there, so I guess she just, uh, I guess, assumed that her her food was 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 taken by the postmate driver, it. right? So Lizzo um had screenshotted the shit with the girl's picture and shit, and said uh, she tweeted, she said, "Hey," and she added postmates. This girl Tiffany W stole my food. She lucky I don't fight no more. And so then the girl pretty much came out and said she was pretty much like you know in fear for her life, like. She was scared to even go out anymore, or, you know, leave her home, or even go to work. She thought somebody was gonna try to like beat her up or whatever. The you know, post like girl? postman girl, because you know Liz, like people, bro, like you gotta think about how like how crazy fans can be, like diehard fans. And even though Lizzo and they is kind, yeah, they posted a picture, so it's like you know, like you got all them fans or whatever. Ain't no telling what somebody may do to her just off of. So postmates like they can, I don't think Lizzo fans are like that though. I don't think so neither. But again, she you, hers is all about body positivity, being yourself. I, ain't, I don't think nobody's gonna fight her because Lizzo didn't get her. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they said. So this is what I'm reading off of TMZ right now. They said, um, they said the Lizzo's order was supposed to go to a Boston hotel, but there was no room number listed and no one answered the phone linked to the account. They said. <laughs> Okay. Uh, and they said Tiffany went the extra mile and even hit up the hotel concierge. Um, they said she went into the lobby and continued to try to contact the customer and heard nothing back. Tiffany ended up uh, waiting for a total of 10 minutes and finally left. Uh, they said as for the food, it was seafood, which Tiffany doesn't even eat. Damn. So, um, yeah. Well, somebody, Lizzo they, didn't get the food, so who got it? I don't know. They said a Postmates spokesperson tells us uh, as soon as Lizzo reached out, we looked into the matter and quickly resolved the issue. We apologized to Lizzo for any inconvenience. They said, however, we're told the company determined that Tiffany waited at least the required five minutes and wasn't able to reach the customer, so she moved on like she was supposed to. So she, in essence, she did her fucking job. Um, and so Lizzo ended up um, making another tweet, and she said, I apologize for putting that girl on blast. I understand I have a large following and that there were so many uh, variables that could have put her in danger. Uh, I'm gonna really be more responsible with my use of social media and check my petty and my pride at the door. So I mean, I was good as she apologized. It is. So big ups to her for that. Well, next we have Flavor Flies. <laughs> and for y'all that don't know who he is, then look it up. So he pretty niggas much, better know who Flavor Flav is, bro. Flavor of love. Y'all should know Flavor of Love at the minimum for y'all young that's niggas. He, that's the that's minimum. It. Young y'all should y'all y'all may not know about Public Enemy, but at the minimum y'all should know about Flavor of Love. <laughs> if you don't know why New York is famous, look it up. Yeah. So Fight he the power. pretty much opened up about his whole drug addiction back mm-hmm. in the day. Mm-hmm. This nigga said he spent twenty three hundred to twenty five hundred a day. All day. Yeah. On coke or crack. For six years straight. Damn. That's a lot of a day, Brent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Hold on. 365 times how many years was it? Six, six. years times six. Okay. And we do how much how many much money was it? Twenty five hundred. Twenty five hundred. God damn, bro, that's five point four million. Nigga, and he days. had the money. Shit. Especially boy. with all them T V deals. He had the money. Five that's a whole million bunch of money. dollars. I'm telling you, somebody put I'm just gonna stay sober. <laughs> that's what you better do, bitch. God damn. So the baby out here punching fingers. I'm probably that nigga ain't dead. I was spending five point four million dollars off of drugs. A day though for the. But day. you gotta think about it. Coke ain't that the one you. Yeah. That's that right? Yeah. You coke. Can, you can still coke, have a coke over though. Cocaine. I know you can, but cocaine is is it crack? No. Crack. No, you have crack and you have crack. crack you, have, you have crack cocaine. Coke. You have cocaine. Okay. Right. Crack so it. Got, crack it. Cocaine is what crack you sniff. Smoke. Crack is what you smoke in the little, yeah, the little heat, yeah. And what you be seeing on New Jack City. That was, way, that's crack. too much motherfucking money to be spending on Crack is whack. So, but if you have a problem, just get help, people. Yeah, please. go to therapy, please. So, the baby out here punching fans, and if you saw the video. They deserve to be punched, shit. It, that's what I'm saying. If you saw the video, first off, you have to re- remember who we're talking about. The baby. The baby <laughs> is not your average no. celebrity. No. He's a street dude. He's whooping niggas' asses in the streets. Who does not... My, I feel like how 21 was like, niggas don't like to fight no more. I like to fight. Right. Because I'm a beat you. You know what I'm saying? He's just like that. Yes. That's the baby. So, to me, it Charlotte. looks like from the video that he truly deserved it. Because it looked like the nigga grabbed yeah. his chain or so, something. So, basically, in the video, it was nigga, you know, baby was performing and shit. And you can just kind of... You know, he was kind of in the crowd. He was a little closer. He went on stage. He was like kind of interactive. Just interacting with the crowd. Um, and you can just see, like, a hand reach for, like, around, like, not around his neck, but you can see the hand, like, reach close to, like, where his chain is and try, like, maybe try to take his chain. So, as soon as you saw that or felt that, he just kind of caught back and just, wow, just And kept singing. Yep, kept on going. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know, I don't even know if he landed, hit the nigga for real or landed or something, but regardless, he swung and then kept on going. And his nigga chain was still on his neck, so that's all that mattered. Well, next we have That's What's Up. That's What's Up. And speaking of That's What's Up, shout out to Cardi. So, what? Um, her Bodak Yellow has now been the highest certified solo single by a female rapper in the U.S. It's went nine times platinum. Shout out to Bodak. So big ups to you. Also, big ups to Rihanna on her um, Savage Fenty fashion show. Oh, yeah. That you she know. had last week. Mm-hmm. Everybody was just saying how good it was. And yeah. it was just so amazing. And I wish I could have saw it. I saw bits and pieces of it. My wife, she went to a, a, a viewing. Um, oh, did she? She was a plus one at a viewing or whatever. They had like a live viewing of it. Um, I'm not sure where it was at. But she said it was a nice event. And that the um, the actual, you know, fashion show was lit. They said Normani, she she put on. Oh, yeah, yeah, they yeah. That. Yeah, they said she definitely put on. Now, here's something you don't hear every day. What's that? Big ups to Lisa Ray. Mm-hmm. She has been crowned. Diamond? <laughs> I'll start saying this like that. So, yes, she has been crowned Queen Mother of Ghana for her humanitarian work. All right. So, big ups to her. And she said this was. Beyond her wildest dreams, she said, I plan to do all that I can by using my platform to bring positive attention to this region. So, big ups to you, man. So, that's lit. Huh? Yeah. So, she'll now reign over the Ghana Central region. That's what's Well, up. shout out to Diamond for... Yeah, look at her. Look at Diamond out here. Stunting, shining on us. <laughs> 
Look at that. Look at her out here. It's so cute. Make let me the, see. It. Make the money. Don't let the money make you. Okay. So, anyways, guys, that's really all we have for today. That's that all. is it. Yeah, that's, that's, that's all. We are out of here. Thanks for joining us. Make sure y'all check out our social media. Mm-hmm. Hit us up, man. Damn, talk to us sometimes. Instagram is Ada Podcast. Ada Podcast. A-D-A-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Make sure y'all follow us on Twitter. That's underscore A-D-A-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Follow us on Apple Podcasts. SoundCloud, Spotify. All of those great and wonderful things. Follow us down the elevator. Make sure y'all... Oh, I didn't let y'all know. I'm, I forgot last time I went to... I was going to say clear y'all mental. Make sure y'all get y'all help y'all need. I did my first therapy session last week. It was good. It was a breeze. It was I was in there for a solid hour, and it felt like I was in there for like two hours, and I could have stayed in there longer. Like, I literally could have talked to her for like... She was that cool. She was cool, but she it was... It's just... It's, it's good you being able to have... It. Yeah, and it's good being able to have somebody to listen, but not only that, somebody who's like... Don't know you at all, like you know what I'm saying, like mm-hmm. a random ass person, but who's actually a professional who went to school for this shit to 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 give a little aid and and help. And I feel like she was reading me to a T, like she was damn near finishing my thoughts before I was even getting them out. So I knew she knew where I was coming from, mm-hmm. like so everything. So she was starting to give me information. I'm like, yo. I feel like I started to feel like this. All right, yeah. You know you're going back. Yeah, I already That's know I'm going back. Up. I know Definitely. I'm going back. Like well, next, probably next week. Health. Yeah, for real. But yeah, we man. All need some sort of counseling. Everybody needs some type of help, some type of counseling. I Everybody. know back in the day it had a bad like. Stigma behind it, but trust and that's why people so shit really helps. that's why people are honestly kind of weary and kind of scared of it now because of that yeah, stigma because at back the then. Same time, you don't feel comfortable talking to certain family members sometimes. Yeah, sometimes you don't want to really let your friends in. Why not talk to a stranger who doesn't know you? Is not gonna prejudge you. Mm-hmm. Why not? Mm-hmm. Keep yourselves together, man. Check us out next week. We will see y'all later. Y'all hold it down. Bye.